Welcome to the What You Don't Know, the YDK pod, old YDK pod. <laughs> we're out here, episode five. I'm Sean. I'm Sarah. And uh, we're going to tell you some things you may know some of, but not all of, or maybe all of it, or maybe none of. And episode five, never thought we'd get this far. I know. I'm so excited. Watch us get to like episode like 200 or something. And we'll one of be us saying, dies. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be saying, well, we do this. We record one once a week to get to episode 200. That's 200 weeks. Mm-hmm. How many weeks are in a year? 52. Really? Yeah. Someone from spam calling me. Somebody called me from Spam. Should we put them on the podcast right now? Yes. Hello? We've been trying to reach you concerning your Your car's car's limited warranty. warranty. You should have received (laughs) something in the mail about your car's extended warranty. Yo, I honestly hate this bitch. I wonder, like, if I'm sorry, I don't know who she is, but whoever she is, fuck you for recording that shit and sending it out. I wonder how much money those people make that, like, the record the, um... The like spam things they get like the like usually have you ever seen the woman who does siri like just talk yeah that's crazy i'm like yo you how much sound got, like a robot she probably only got paid one time for that and that probably that probably sucks people oh, use that stuff true. all day like every day she should get 10 cents every time somebody uses siri that'd be ridiculous she'd be a billionaire but i feel like she probably only got like maybe like 50 grand for that oh specific, maybe specific maybe Voice actors don't get paid enough. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're trying to figure out 52 weeks in a year, 200 episodes. Oh, yes, Let me bust yes. out the calculator on my computer. Bust it up real quick. So 200 divided by 52. It'd be almost four years of us <laughs> doing this to get to 200 Then we episodes. should we should do four a week four a week we can barely do one that's not true we <laughs> we could definitely do four well last week we didn't record one yeah i know we slept because on them. We slept i on had them a bunch week. of people visiting me and i was having a ball and you were doing whatever you do when i don't see you sleeping smoking and crying <laughs> literally your jewel pod uh, your jeweled chargers are just strewn all over work. There's like two there right yeah, now. Tell me about it. It's so frustrating because I'm always like, man, I really wish I could charge my jewel right now. Like a nice mint pod would be well, amazing. Maybe keep it in your bag so that when you well, leave I gotta work, charge it at work, and then my ass is ready to get the fuck out when I'm at work. So I'm 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 dipping. <laughs> I know you always just like leave without telling me what's going on at work. That's not true. No, a lot of times like. I'm like looking for you to like tell me, like what do we need? What do I need to like make? Like what do we need? What do I need? That is to not true. I make sure I tell you every single time. You just don't listen. You just don't listen. Sprinting out of there on your tiny legs. <laughs> I don't have tiny legs. You have tiny legs. No, my legs are way longer than yours. <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, so let's talk about um, last week. You was it last week we talked about the dead the dead squirrel? Yeah. It might have been the week before that. I don't remember. No, it was definitely last time week. Time is an illusion. And we're back at you again but with another dead animal. But we're back at animal. you. <laughs> and they, it's you again. 
not me. me i swear to god everything i touch dies so talk talk a little bit about this this new dead animal okay this new one <laughs> okay well my girlfriend and i were on our way home one night uh and we turned onto our road and right before we get to our house there's a it looked like a seagull um just like standing like stand sitting in the middle of the road so we were like hmm that's weird and we couldn't get around him because he was in the middle of the road he was just squatting there yeah you just squatting a squatter so um i got a i got a t-shirt out of the back of my girlfriend's car and i picked up the bird he just let me pick him up you know he was he was pretty cool honestly he was a pretty chill guy and we pop him in the car and then we park real quick and i'm like okay well let me I, you know i just my only main objective was to get him out of the road and put him somewhere else so i found a nice comfy soft lawn to put him on and it just happened to be some elderly people right across the street and um you know he takes a couple steps and then he sits and he gets real comfortable so i'm like cool you know he'll be fine so we go inside um sleep and then the next morning we both come out uh, to go do our daily things and he's still there um but he's dead he's he's sitting there dead in these elderly person's lawn you just lied during that story because you said you both you both came out Lexi what woke up. You were still asleep. Um, I'm not. Because you sleep so late. <laughs> I'm not lying. She came out, hadn't let me know. I had, didn't let me know. Had <laughs> <laughs> let me know. I didn't let me know. And then I came out a couple hours later and I saw for myself. And then we, we got together and we it deliberated. It was like five or six hours later. <laughs> Lexi's the breadwinner of your family. Getting up at the crack up. of dawn. Anyway, so I feel like I should go to jail, period, because I just put this dead bird on these old people's lawn. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It, it was like four days ago and it's still there. So I don't. Should Is I... it really still there? Yeah. I've never even seen it. On the and lawn. our other roommate, Kyle, um, he made sure he let us know that there. Oh, this is so like, horrible. There was a vulture um, that moved it for us. And I thought <laughs> I thought he was kind enough to move him away. But he just took a few bites on the lawn and moved him a couple feet to the left and then went about his business. So Yeah, I feel like eating a bird wouldn't be good, like eating the feathers and stuff. I mean, I like don't know. Like a it's vulture. a vulture. I mean, I guess you can't be choosy. Yeah, it's a fucking vulture. But my favorite part of this story is when you were texting the group chat about it. And first, you just sent a picture of a bird <laughs> in your lap, like a gr- grungy, like, what was it a pigeon a seagull <laughs> I think it's a seagull oh, like a grungy seagull because we live close to the ocean i think it's probably <laughs> sorry i dropped my phone <laughs> i think it's problem was it probably ate something like bad and then couldn't digest it because we did some googling and realized that that's like really common with seagulls yeah i mean they'll eat anything yeah that they it, think is food yeah it didn't look like you got hit by a car or probably, anything, you know, probably tried to eat like our our dog shit probably, probably. Yeah, honestly that shit's most but likely toxic what i want like my favorite part is when you were texting the group chat about it and you were sent the message do birds drink out of their mouths <laughs> and it was one of the stupidest questions I i've don't ever think that seen was me i think that might have been lexi and then i think our other roommate aileen was like wait do they and then i came through and i was like listen guys no. where else are they going to drink from i'm consulting the script the, yeah, the record pull it up because i know it wasn't me because bitch i know that birds drink out of their mouths how else would they do it just absorb it <laughs> Let's look. That's why they sit in water. They just absorb it. I don't even see the message anymore. It definitely happened. No, it didn't. Oh, wait. No, it didn't happen on the text. I heard you talking about it in the... In the living room. Uh, Yeah, because Lexi... I'm telling you, Lexi asked. And then Aileen was like, oh, my God, Lexi. And then she was like, wait, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, my God, who am I living with right now? Where where else would they... (laughs) Exactly. That's why I'm said. Do they just absorb it through their assholes? Like, how else do you get water inside of you if not through your mouth? 
So unfortunately, like most things come in threes. Like, what do you think is the third type of animal you're gonna kill? Look, shut up, because I have been having so many dreams about my teeth falling out. Right? Oh, this is actually what does really that weird. have to do with the animal? I'm about to explain. Okay. Because apparently, when you have dreams about your teeth falling out, it means that you're either have something that you need to say that you feel like you can't say, which is not my problem because I say whatever I want to whenever I want to say it, just because I want to say it. <laughs> yeah. But it could also mean that you're gonna have like a great personal loss. And so I've been thinking about the pigs lately. I'm like, my, yo, if my, one of my guinea pigs goes, like, that's it for me. That's it. I'm going to have to go, like, live in the woods and find myself for a little bit. So that's, like, weird enough by itself. And then the other day, I was in traffic. I was in beach traffic. So I was going, I was going northbound and somebody else was going the other way. And um, they were sitting there at the red light. So I'm, like, driving by them, but pretty slow because, like I said, it's traffic. And she looks at me and she goes, <laughs> nice smile. And, like, it was this older woman. She looked like she was maybe, like, in her 50s. And it was like bizarre. I was like, what? I've never had anything like that happen to me. Have somebody call across traffic and tell me that I have a nice smile in this like weird type just, of way. You were just driving by yourself? No, I was with Lexi and we were talking. So I was smiling, oh, so smiling, but I wasn't smiling in any like weird type of way for somebody to like call across <laughs> through lines of traffic to me. Maybe so, it was like a cat call. I don't know. By like a 50 year old woman. I mean, maybe. They still have. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 50-year-old men do that stuff all the time. I mean, I guess that's true. But she also said in a really snarky way, like almost I had done something to her. So I was like, oh, my God, what's your issue? And then I was like, okay, this weird lady told me that I have a nice smile and also my teeth have been falling out in my dreams a lot. Like, I feel like something's going to die. So it better not be uh, one of the pigs. I can honestly handle anything else. Like, I can handle any person, any anybody else's pet, but not one of my pigs. Your jewel's going to break. <laughs> Great personal loss. Yeah, to you, it will be. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon over oh here. Oh my god, shut up. You I haven't jeweled in a whole week straight. Yeah, and you're breaking out in hives and sweating. <laughs> That's not true. I had something similar not to like the weird like dream thing, mm -hmm. but you know, like at work, uh where we work, we work in like a kitchen and it's just a window to like order the food and like pick it up. You don't come into the into the building. People try all the time. Yeah, know? it's annoying. And I was just up there. I, like at the register like in front of the window mm -hmm. and it was like kind of late at night like we were still open but it was kind of late there weren't that many people out and this woman was like fast walking by the window like the fastest I've ever seen anybody walk in my entire <laughs> life this woman and right when she like reaches like she's like perpendicular to me mm -hmm. right when she's in front of me and she's walking by me she snaps her head like to face me mm -hmm. And she's like, have a good night. And then just kept walking. Oh, she thought you were cute. She and said, it he's scared pretty. the shit out of me. She said, he's pretty. I hope he has a good but night. But she saw me for like three or four seconds. That's how and pretty she you was are. And she was gone. You're the prettiest princess, Sean. It just yes. radiates. Everyone can see it. Yes. <laughs> I'm prettier than Angelina Jolie. I'd say so. Who's your celebrity? Oh, we already know. It's Ned from Ned's Declassified. Shut up! You know, I honestly will take Ned over Halsey any day because... Do just... people think you look like... Yes, they tell me I look like Halsey and Ruby Rose all the time. And like, I'm not going to lie, I they're see... both like really hot, so I I'll take Ruby it. I see Ruby Rose more than... Maybe if yeah, your hair was shorter. definitely me too. But it's literally just because I have short hair. People say, I've gotten... I look like all the Beatles combined. Wow. Or Zachary Quinto. Nice. You don't know who that is. Nope. But he's... I've shown you a picture of him. He's like an American Horror Story or whatever. Oh, so I, but, how do you just assume that I don't know? 
well, we've had this conversation before, but you forget stuff. Oh, that's true. But he's he plays Spock in like the new Star Treks. Oh. But I still wouldn't uh, know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know. Nope. He's in other stuff too. He was in Heroes. I think you look like seen. Little Debbie. Who's Little Debbie? Like Little Debbie Cakes. Like the mascot? Yeah. I can't even picture what that looks like in my head. You got little pigtails. I'm pretty sure little Debbie has pigtails. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of the Arby's girl. The Wendy's girl? Wendy's. Wendy's. Arby's girl. <laughs> it's just the hat. <laughs> Didn't it used to be like a, a, a mitten? Or am I <laughs> yeah. thinking of like no, wait, hamburger no, no, no. helper? I think that's Hardy's. Is Hardy? No, Hardy's is the star. It's like a wait, star. Wait, wait. I think you're right. I think hamburger helper is the mitten. I swear Arby's had a different mascot than the hat, though. I don't know. We're getting off topic. Anyway, <laughs> you told me that you wanted to start a new hobby. I Yes, I really... I well, When I, this quarantine thing first went down, I was like, awesome, okay? Like, new opportunity for me to learn something. And I originally was just going to start reading more books. Never seen you read before. I know, exactly. Just, I, I used to love reading, and now I have not read in years. Like, I have not read a book in years. And I don't know if that makes me stupid, but I, I mean, I haven't. So, anyway, so I was like, well... I haven't started reading and it's what August now. So I need to start like actually learning something and like kicking it up a notch. So I'm thinking about starting to teach myself how to knit again. Cause I used to be in a knitting club. My stepmom used to force me to go to church, <laughs> a church knitting club. So, wow. so I joined the church knitting club. Hell yeah. Just me and the older ladies. We had a blast. We had a blast. So I'm trying to get that, that youthful feel back again and start knitting. I want to knit the Lexi. feel of knitting. <laughs> I want to knit Lexi some so things. So like, have you like ever knitted, knitted anything? Yeah, a scarf one time, and it was horrible. And then I gave up. So, hey. like, I think that I could, you know, I have some... My partner Tara's knitted me um, a scarf that I wear a lot in the winter. It's sort of, like, pretty... It's a treasured possession of mine. See, I want... And there's some other things, too. I want Lexi to have something knitted from me, something created from my fists so that she can treasure forever. Fists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, handmade gifts are always, like, more um, valued than, like, yeah, exactly. commercial but gifts. Yeah, exactly. But I'm trying to think. Like, I, should, I shouldn't make her, like, a scarf or anything, like, basic like that. I don't... Like, what? What are you going to make? Oh, I don't know. Especially since you're not good at it. You should stick to the basic <laughs> stuff. I'm going to knit her, like, a whole sweater. That takes forever to do. I know, but for her, it's worth sweater. it. For her, it's worth it. It'd be my first thing that I knit. And I would force have, her to wear it, no matter how ugly it is. You do have a lot of free time, so it'd be good for you to do that. I feel like I do not have a lot of free time. Yeah. I work every day. I got some hours off in the morning or at night, depending on what my shift is. But other than that... Yeah, like what else are you going to do with your hours off? I'm just gonna sit in your bed, so might as well knit. Just smoke and cry. Yeah, smoke and cry. <laughs> All right, so I guess we should get into our into our topic for today. Uh, this originally was going to be a a two subject episode because I didn't think this first subject. We're gonna do the other topic another day. I didn't think this subject there would be enough information out there for me to make a whole episode on it, and boy was I wrong. After I started like delving into it, uh, we're going to be talking about a pseudoscience mm -hmm. today. Pseudoscience is like just kind of like there's like some people say there's some like scientific background for it, but it's widely regarded to not really be like factual or like trusted, right? And we're going to be talking about a specific type of 
like a branch of pseudoscience. So I want to talk about the branch of pseudoscience before we get into the specific part. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. (laughs) But anyway, I want to go over the background before we get into like the actual details. I'm excited. I love pseudoscience. So the one we are going to be talking about is part of this branch of pseudoscience called, I guess it's called physiognomy. I'm going to say this wrong the entire episode. Physiognomy. 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 It has the word gnome in it, so I kind of like it. I think it's physiognomy. Someone's going to say I'm physiognomy. I'm going to say it's wrong this whole podcast, and people are going to be so mad at me, but I think it's going to be physiognomy. It comes from the Greek word physis, meaning nature, and gnomon. Meaning uh, judge or interpreter. So it's judging someone's nature. Physiognomy is the practice of assessing a person's character or personality from their outer appearance, their physical attributes, especially uh, when it comes to physiognomy, it's especially the face. Mm, Judgmental. Um, This practice has been around since ancient times. It's appeared in ancient Greek poetry uh, some people believe the ancient, the famous ancient Greek mathematician Pythagoras actually originated physiognomy. Uh, there's a story that he actually rejected one of his followers, this man named Cylon, because he said that Cylon's appearance indicated bad character. But my personal opinion is that he was probably just really ugly, <laughs> and Pythagoras just didn't want to look at him. <laughs> but physiognomy continued through like ancient times. The practice of it, ancient times, Middle Ages, Renaissance, Industrial, a, the Great Emu War, like whatever, you know, it's throughout Great Emu War. Yeah, we're probably gonna do an episode about that. It's a real thing. But <laughs> I don't wanna like go into like ruin okay, it, okay. but it's a thing. But emu the birds, right? Yeah, the okay, birds. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got attacked by I'm gonna save it for the pot I'm gonna save it for the episode we do <laughs> on it. But I got attacked by one one time and we're gonna talk about it. But I won't go, like it's been around, you know, basically since ancient times, and there's still some people who practice it today. Uh, it's inherently the whole point of it is it's pretty judgmental. It's a very judgmental pseudoscience because you're judging someone's character based upon how they look. So I don't think you could get any more judgmental than that. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically bullet point definition is that your outward appearance is a reflection of your inner character so physiognomy like if you look a certain way you act a certain way is it like your like different characteristics specifically of your face like if you have a big nose it means you give like i don't good head or something (laughs) i i don't know that one specifically but we'll be getting into some some of them all right but Throughout history, like King Henry VIII of England actually outlawed it in the 15th century, saying beggars and vagabonds will cease playing subtle, crafty, and unlawful games such as physiognomy or palmistry, which like reading palms. is reading palms, which hmm. is a type of physiognomy. It falls under like the tree of physiognomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci wrote that people with deep and noticeable lines between the eyebrows are irascible, which I had to look up what that means. Yeah, I was about to ask. It means easily angered. So well, if you have sense. deep lines between your eyebrows, you're, you get pissed off easier. 
That kind of makes sense, though. A little bit, maybe. It means you fur. It means you wrinkle your brow a lot. I guess. Yeah, I guess you you could be like easy to anger, or just confused all the time. Yeah. So physiognomy was at the height of its popularity among like the people who usually matter throughout history, like intellectuals, scientists, philosophers in the 18th and 19th century. I only say that they matter the most because like when as history moves on, we sort of like we only know about those people, you know, Mm -hmm. because they write stuff down. So the 18th and 19th century, many European novelists were using descriptors of their characters that kind of pointed back to physiognomy uh like jeffrey chaucer charles dickens thomas hardy charlotte bronte these are all people you've never heard of because you don't read oh my god oscar wilde judgmental and everybody's favorite emo edgar Allan poe also emo daddy emo yes u.s physician james w redfield by the way 90 90 percent of the people in america with the last name redfield are related to this guy did he just do a lot of fucking in his day i guess damn I wow. just came up like Redfield. Yeah, Redfield. That's crazy. So he published this book called Comparative Physiognomy in 1882, and it had a bunch of pictures comparing the physical resemblances between man and animals, and it was sort of drawing a link between the appearance of the animal and the character of the person. And he was comparing specific types of people to different types of animals, and I don't agree with a lot of what he's said what i'm about to say i feel like you'd be an otter an otter yeah that's like a gay thing yeah i know that's why i said it you're like kind of hairy that's like hairy chester i don't not that hairy you're like a little bit hairy but you're still tiny you're not a bear you're an otter anyway keep going okay (laughs) otters smell really bad i've heard wow really not the gay people the actual animals (laughs) you know platypi sweat milk that's a myth it's not look it up all right i'm looking it up right now Platypus sweat milk. Yeah, it's the first thing. First thing comes up. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, they do. Yep, yep. I always and no, the myth I'm thinking of is that hippos sweat blood. That's not true. What? Ew! I've never heard that. It's freaky. Anyway, sorry. Hippos are like the most aggressive animal. You heard that? I'm gonna throw you in a hippo pit. They would. They would. They're terrible. They'll rip a human apart. I don't doubt it. They're huge. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy was, this, <laughs> this physician, Redfield, was comparing uh, different types of people to animals. He compared Germans to lions. He compared black people to elephants and fishes. I'd rather be compared to an elephant, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, he compared the Chinese to pigs. And he compared Yankees, I'm assuming Americans, uh, to bears and Jews to goats. Wow. Some of those aren't very flattering. And this kind of shows the dark underside of physiognomy, and that is pretty uh, blatant stereotyping because that's kind of the point at it of it. If you look a certain way, you are going to act a certain way. Another pretty bad example uh, comes from the field of criminology in the mid nineteenth century. An Italian criminologist, I guess uh, Cesare, I think is how you say it, Cesare Lombroso considered uh the father of scientific criminology and hey maybe he shouldn't be because of what we're about to talk about but because he championed the notion that criminality was inherited and that criminals could be identified by physical attributes 
like hawk-like noses and bloodshot eyes if you had those things you were probably a criminal hmm. and his idea was that criminals were sort of throwbacks in the tr in the tree of like evolution to earlier phases so they weren't as criminals weren't as evolved as people who weren't criminals and therefore because of that criminals had more brutish and savage looking characteristics like large protruding jaws like low sloping foreheads high cheekbones flattened or upturned noses handle shaped ears fleshy lips mm. uh hard shifty eyes I love a good fleshy lips scanty beard or baldness insensitivity to pain and long arms relative to lower limbs. <laughs> if you had any of those, you were considered to be like someone who was probably a criminal. And nowadays, his theories are seen as, you know, pretty racist and sexist. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, but they were held with like high regard for a long time. And you could sort of see the influence that this guy has, even on, on criminology today when it comes to uh stereotyping especially like african-americans and we see all the time that african-americans get rest arrested wrongfully just because you know someone says it's a black guy robbed the bank they'll just go arrest any black guy that they mm -hmm. that they see and i don't know this kind of reminded me of that yeah. a little bit as far like my personal belief on this physiognomy stuff is i think it's kind of bs because if you if you look at someone and you're like a physiognomist or someone who practices this and you notice like, oh, they have untrustworthy feature features or something. And you treat that person like they are untrustworthy. The person will probably start acting untrustworthy mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. do something that you perceive to be untrustworthy. And then that's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, I think it's bullshit personally. Yeah. So there's different types of physiognomy. We talked a little bit about um, the palm, like I mentioned, palm reading is probably the most popular one, or at least the one that a lot of people know about. But we're only really going to go into depth with one of them, uh, which is probably the smallest and the least known one. But other ones include a metoposcopy, which I, again, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's a prediction of personality, character, and destin destiny based upon the pattern of lines on your forehead. That's that one. It's mm -hmm. forehead line reading. Uh, palmistry or chiromancy is the same thing, palm reading. And uh, phrenology, which is this measurement of bumps on your skull to predict mental traits that you have. Do you have any skull bumps? I don't know. Do you? I don't think so. Like, does it mean like divots? Because I got some dents. I think it's... I think it's I mean, I, I think it's dense and and like maybe raised stuff and dense. I'm smooth. That's all I gotta say. Smooth brain. I'm nice and smooth. <laughs> no thoughts. I'd empty. Smooth brain. Yeah. So let's get into the type of uh, physiognomy we are going to be talking about today. Uh, it's a very small, pretty unknown, seldom practiced one. It's called rumpology. Mm. It or bottom reading. I don't know. Talk one. for yourself because I'm a rhompologist <laughs> if I do say so myself. And bottom reading is my specialty. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a lesbian question. A lesbian question. Because I just thought okay. of this. All right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've asked you this before. 
Maybe. But since you're an ex, you're a lesbian and you're an expert on lesbians. <laughs> okay. Besides, like you're the foremost expert besides Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Some would say. Do I you am like more Ellen. lesbians like butts or boobs better? Oh gosh, jeez, I don't know. I mean, I'm personally. I don't know. Honestly, I can't even say what I personally like because I like both. No, I'm I'm an ass. I'm an ass guy. I like ass. I definitely like ass. Um, big but titties. You, big titties are nice, but they get in the way a lot of the time. But do you like, feel like that's? I'm just lumping all of lesbians. Yeah, together. I know. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I I would go for most lesbians probably like tits. Probably really because yeah. I've read articles that I don't. This makes it sound like I'm reading weird articles. He's but obsessed read, with lesbians. I'm no. telling you, he has a new lesbian question for me every day. It's because he wants to be one. I just think it's great content for the podcast. No, he wants to be. Not a many podcasts have lesbians on them. We're breaking ground. <laughs> me, a straight white man and a lesbian. <laughs> breaking ground. Anyway, like I've read articles that, by and large, millennials prefer butts more than boobs. Compared, oh, I believe that. Compared yeah. to like older generations, but I thought like maybe it's like a like a psychological thing, like. Since you know, never mind. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say Nicki Minaj. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want to sound homophobic. I will say it. you're obviously not homophobic. You're going to tell me if he it hits sounds me. Homoph- he hits me at night. Oh my god! <laughs> like since you're like a lesbian, okay. Like you can't like as two. If you're two people with the vagina, obviously, like you can't get pregnant from having sex, right? Okay. So like maybe you don't like. Like, people associate boobs with, like, nursing, like okay. a baby, right? Like, lactation, like milk coming out of the boob. So you think lesbians... I think lesbians maybe wouldn't like boobs as much because they're not as... They don't have that primal instinct. They're not the primal... Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> I, think, I think you've given it some really, some really good in-depth thought. <laughs> I'm a psychologist. And um, I've never thought about it like that, but it's definitely something that will haunt me for the rest of my life. Thank you. Will follow me around. We'll Who's the pop first up in my person dreams. who saw like the giant fleshy thing underneath a cow, decided to squeeze it and drink whatever whatever came out of that? That sounds like another episode. <laughs> I'll see if I can figure that out. But anyway, rumpology or bottom reading is the pseudoscience uh, performed by examining the crevices, the dimples, the warts, the moles, and folds of a person's ass uh the term was invented by none other than sylvester stallone himself wow not really oh (laughs) it would be funny though but it's almost just as funny because it was actually invented by sylvester stallone's mom i yeah i I believed you i did believe you jacqueline francis stallone she goes by jackie jaqueline and this woman is pretty interesting she's 98 years old she's still alive 98 years old she was born in D.C. in 1921. She ran away from home at 15 years old to be a trapeze artist in the circus. <laughs> she was the first woman to have a daily TV show on exercise and weight and weightlifting. And she opened a woman's only gym called Barbella's. And that was like wow. a time period when there wasn't really anything like that. She was a singer in a nightclub. She was a hairdresser. Uh, she appeared in the in the 1980s wrestling program Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, wow. as like the quote unquote owner of Glow. That's who I she was stand her. As. She is a she's a strong, independent woman. And um, have you ever watched the Netflix series for Glow? 
Um, I've tried to with one of my friends before, and I think I fell asleep. I really like it. It the the like first it like the first season is the best one. I feel like mm-hmm. it kind of gets worse, but uh, Tara and I have watched all of it, and I think it's pretty good. I would recommend it. It's not like historically accurate at all, but it's still good. Uh, her website says she created and trained the girls in Glow, but that is not true. She did not create Glow. Uh, it is sort of very common for Jackie to claim credit for things that she didn't <laughs> didn't make or do. But uh, her biggest claim to fame, other than being Syl- Sylvester Stallone's mom, was when she began publishing astrology books in the mid-1990s. She uh, made television appearances. She set up a psychic hotline where she would charge telephone callers for advice from her. And she was, like, sort of famous by association, right? Because she's Sylvester Stallone's mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Jackie considers herself to be the oldest licensed astrologer still alive. Because she's 98. Licensed? She's really licensed? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Like... Who gives out an astrologer license? Because I feel like, I feel like you could just write I your. Just said that. I feel like you could just write your own license, and like people would believe you. Yeah, honestly, I would. But because she's like the quote unquote oldest astrologer, she thinks because she's the oldest, she's the wisest one. <laughs> which I know a lot of people who think that age equates wisdom, and I think it's more like experience equates wisdom. But anyway. The 1990s is also around when Jackie invents Rumpology, something that she won't take credit for as she asserts that Rumpology was practiced in ancient times by the Babylonians, the Indians, the ancient Greeks, and the Romans. Now, okay, here's my my question real quick. Yeah. Is Rumpology the study of the outer ass? So, like, just to the cheeks? Or do we get some pole the, and crease action in there the as cheeks well? cheeks and the butt crack. And the butt crack. We'll get into exactly oh, okay, what. okay, okay, okay. But, but so like she's saying that rumpology's been around since ancient times, just like other types of physiognomy. Although there is no historic evidence of this at all. Okay. So people, you know, she just made it up. In fact, on her website, JacquelineStallone.com, which I would encourage you to check out because it is interesting. It's an interesting website. And like I said earlier, she started doing this in the mid-1990s, and it looks like the website was never updated from the mid-1990s. So it's like a it's like a time capsule back into like that time at that time of the internet. It's very old school looking. Nice. And most of my research from this point on comes from her website. Because again, this isn't like a real thing. So I'm just kind of taking whatever Jackie says about it. Miss Jackie. So on her website, she says that the ancient rump readings done by like the Greeks and the Romans and stuff were done. When the seeker, the person with the butt, Mm -hmm. uh, well, we all have butts, but you know what I mean. (laughs) They would cover their ass with henna dye, completely cover it, and then they would sit on papyrus, which is like old paper, Uh ancient paper, to leave an impression of their butt. So Jackie says that no two butts are alike. It's like highly individualistic. So if you like sat on something, it would be like kind of like a fingerprint. Like, no two butts would be the same. People are doing that nowadays. On TikTok, actually. What, really? (laughs) Yeah, they paint their whole ass and, like, bottom of their legs, and then they sit on a canvas, and then they they give it to their significant other as art. I need to do that for Lexi. What's that called? Rumpology. Just kidding. I don't (laughs) know. It doesn't have a name. (laughs) So if you go on her website, you can see, like, a very clearly photoshopped, quote-unquote, ancient scroll 
of one of these ancient rump prints. It looks really bad. <laughs> but she, uh, Jackie's discovered that the left and right cheeks of your ass reveal your past and future, respectively. So the right buttocks actually represents your left cerebral hemisphere, while the left cheek represents the right hemisphere. I'm literally speechless. It's kind of like, um, do you know anything about palm reading? Not really, no. Palm reading, like the left palm represents the past and the right palm represents the future. So she kind of just took what they were doing, what they're doing in palm reading and then applied it to the uh, ass. Applied it to the butt. And of course, we can't forget the uh, the gluteal cleft. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it does the gluteal cleft. It's the butt crack. That's the proper term for that makes the, sense. the ass crack. It's that makes the gluteal sense. cleft, uh, which Jackie says has real significance when it comes to rumpology. The butt crack represents the division between yin and yang, <laughs> good and bad, <laughs> light and darkness, between your past, your left cheek, and your future, your right cheek. Uh, Jackie says she has noticed in her many years of practicing rumpology that butt cracks often have characteristics of personality, which again, it's like physiognomy. Uh, she says many bankers have very short butt cracks. I have a short butt crack. Lawyers have very long ones. Politicians have very wide cracks. And cops have very narrow cracks. So... So you have a very short butt crack. I do have a short butt crack. I feel um, like mine is average in every way. I don't know. Lexi tells me I have a short butt crack all the time, and it kind of makes me self-conscious. But then again, I'm like, I don't know. It's not like Just anybody sees my banker. butt crack. You're like Wells Fargo himself. Yeah, really, you're for like real. like J.P. Morgan Chase. So, oh, no, his name's just J.P. Morgan, I think. <laughs> so wait, hold on. So you're born with the same crack that you have for your whole life, right? Yeah, I mean, it grows, obviously. I mean, <laughs> it just, like, <laughs> can you imagine if it didn't? <laughs> anyway, um, so... A wide butt crack is a a police officer or something. So are it's you, a politician. Okay, a politician. Are you predetermined by your ass crack that the you know however wide it is that's going to be? I think it's like if you have like a certain type of ass crack, you're more inclined to like certain skills uh, and okay, like certain. Okay. So you naturally fall into like certain types of jobs. So I should more. go be a banker then. Yeah, I don't think you'd be a great banker though. Yes, I would. I'm good with money. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, while Jackie was like pretty much the creator and pioneer of rumpology, that doesn't mean that there aren't like other practicers of it. And there are. And there's a variety of different theories to the meaning of different characteristics of your butt. Mm -hmm. So Jackie believes in, again, the left and the right cheeks are the past and the future, and then the and the butt cracks like the um, the bridge between them. There's this this guy in Germany. He's blind. Mm -hmm. This blind German guy, and he can, claims he's clairvoyant, and he's a rumpologist. His name is Ulf Buck. Ulf, and he does butt readings. He's blind, and there's pictures of him on the internet. Like if you look up Ulf Buck, where it's just a woman in her underwear and he's just crabbing her her butt and Ooh, he's blind cute and i mean that's a way to get some get some action i guess <laughs> but ulf buck believes that apple shaped muscular bottoms indicate someone who is charismatic dynamic 
very confident and often creative. A person who enjoys life. That makes sense. It's weird to me though, but you because like I'd enjoy life more if I had a tight ass, like for sure. I guess you like if you can't control if your butt's like apple shaped or whatever, but like you can make it more muscular. You know, yeah. like that's something you can do. So I don't feel like it's like the same as palm reading where you can like change like you can't change anything about your palm. I guess you like if you like burned it off, it'd be terrible. There's things about your butt that you can change. So I don't feel like it's Well, I mean, I feel like it kind of makes sense because like some depressed, hating life ass person, I can talk from experience, is not going to be going to the gym (laughs) most of the time. Like, like, I know I definitely don't, don't go to the fucking gym. I wish I did. But like. I don't know if I was some middle-aged, rich white lady just enjoying my life. I'd be going to the gym every day, and I'd have a tight ass. So I feel like it would definitely fulfill the prophecy, the yeah. ass prophecy. Ulf also says a pear-shaped bottom suggests someone very steadfast, patient, and down-to-earth. Mm-hmm. And British rumpologist Sam Amos, who actually appeared on America's Got Talent doing a butt reading of Nick Cannon. Uh, she was eliminated very quickly from the show uh claims that a round bottom indicates the person is open happy and optimistic in life however a flat bottom suggests the person is rather vain and is negative and sad again it makes sense if i had a flat ass i mean my ass is pretty negative and sad and you're negative and sad (laughs) am i vain yeah what does vain mean is that like self Self self-absorbed i'm looking up the vain definition having or showing an excessively high opinion of one's appearance abilities or worth that's you yeah definitely (laughs) all right so yeah there's a couple quote-unquote famous rumpologists out there and they all have different theories so rumpologists claim that their science can be practiced either by sight just looking at a butt Touching the butt or using butt prints like we talked about. Do they smell earlier? No, they don't. This one has a nice sour smell. This person is sad. Always smelling stuff. That's you. I am always smelling and touching and feeling things. Yeah. I'm curious. So Jackie Stallone actually does live readings of butts. And she also allows people to email her photographs to do virtual readings as well. Now, when I was researching uh, this for this podcast i actually wanted to like get jackie stallone to do a butt reading of one of us <laughs> but the reason i didn't we'll get into in a couple minutes but jackie claims that she is so accurate with her butt predictions that she has predicted the outcome of presidential elections and oscar awards just by, by ass play by reading the butts of her two pet doberman dogs no! <laughs> that doesn't even make any good sense <laughs> Yeah, like, up until this point, we haven't talked about other, like, non-human butts, but I guess you can with non-human butts. I would hate my life if I was a pet and my owner was just, like, obsessed with checking out my asshole. She has pictures of, like, the Dobermans on her website, and she claims that, like, she can read the future by, like, looking at her dog's butts. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. So the the human butts one makes sense, but when it's a dog's butt, it loses you. Yeah, definitely. Because a dog doesn't give a fuck what their ass looks like. People do. I mean, there's a lot. I'm there's definitely humans who probably don't care. I mean, either. I guess me, me. You don't care what your butt looks. You were just talking about how you wish it was better. 
I'm just saying if I had a tight ass, I'd probably enjoy life more. And I'd do thoughts of my ass and peed in my everyday, you know, life now. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. But usually, no. Unless my girlfriend's telling me that my ass crack is short and it looks funny. Then I'm a little subconscious. I know. But whatever, I'm mean to her too. So yeah, you definitely are way meaner to her. That than is, she don't, is to you. don't say that. That's not true. <laughs> I think it's like sixty forty. You are the meaner one. Whatever. You 100%. just don't understand when we're joking. It's fun. It's you know, fun. We're slamming it's doors, throwing it's things. It's foreplay. It's fun. <laughs> so how much do you think you have to pay for a virtual reading of your ass by Jackie Stallone? I'm gonna say like three hundred. For reports on only your butt crack that, quote, helps you understand who you are, your natural personality and tendencies when you learn to know thyself, you are capable of taking advantages of all of life's opportunities because you understand why some of them appeal to you and why some of them do not. That is her that, that is her ad for the butt crack reading. Okay. The butt crack reading, just the butt crack, not the cheeks, <laughs> is $250. Oh, my God. For a report on only the right cheek, quote, the part of your derriere that describes your future. It helps you understand if your plans will take your ass backwards <laughs> and mar your future by revealing your natural inclinations and tendencies. That's $300. A report on your left butt cheek is also $300. Oh, so the cheeks are more than yes. the crack. That, quote, focuses on your left rump cheek. The part of your derriere that describes your past. It helps you understand where you are coming from and the things in your past that motivate your actions in the present. For a total package analysis mm -hmm. of the left cheek, your past, the right cheek, your future, and the gluteal cleft, which is your, I guess, your natural personality characteristics, is a total of $600. And uh, I feel like the math doesn't add up here. Well, it's like different. It's like. If you just do everything, it's like you're saving a little bit of money. A little? Okay. Anyway, keep going. Oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not really saving anything. This is bullcrap. But <laughs> but you will have your, you pay $600 and she says she will have your report in just 21 days. Do you so think she takes, makes like good money off of this? Like people do it a lot. I don't know because like her, it's obvious to me that her website hasn't been updated in a while because like she's talking about doing like there's a, she's having a winter sale going on and it's August. So <laughs> it's really... It hasn't been updated in a while, or like pieces and of it haven't been updated. Twenty-one days, like okay, so obviously she's ninety-eight. So she, so she could die twenty-one <laughs> days from now. That's what I'm saying. That's true. That's true. If she does die, we'll bring it up on the podcast that she's died, which will be sad. But I we're just, not gonna make fun of that. I feel but. like this is all bullshit. Period. So I don't understand like what is going all into this. It's gonna take three whole weeks for her to. She does say up to twenty-one days, so I guess it could be shorter. But I could write a whole. She probably just has other people write it. I mean, she'd probably write That's it true. for her. That's true. If I was somebody else writing it for her and I was getting a cut of the 600, I would have some bullshit thing written out in about 20 minutes. And it would be good. It'd be good. Yeah, I can't really be that. I mean, maybe the reason it takes so long is to give the appearance that it's like very serious that's and true. Like professional. Maybe that's why. Or maybe she's just lazy. We I don't read know. the cheeks only in the moonlight. <laughs> And you just email her a picture, so she's probably getting ass nudes all the time. Like she has like examples up on her website that are just like butts, just like naked butts, and like she's like, "This is the butt of a famous 
Hollywood actress. Yeah, right. This is the butt of a powerful banker. And I'm like, there's no way these people actually sent their butt. I mean, I guess they have the disposable income so they could be like, yeah, but who knows about this? I don't I don't know. Maybe I don't even do. remember how I found out about <laughs> this, honestly. It was just like in my head. It was on my list of things to talk about. Freak. So so whether or not you actually like believe in Rumpology or believe Jackie Stallone, uh, you do have to admit that she's like a pretty good businesswoman. Yeah. She's been able to market herself in this thing, Rumpology, that didn't really exist before uh, she came along into like thing and now there's like other rumpologists like not many of them but there's other ones this is so crazy this is funny and she's been doing it for so long that it must be working somehow like i think she would have given up on it by now if it if she wasn't making any money doing it so she's kind of like a con woman Mm -hmm. just some of the compliment accomplishments she lists about herself on her website too that she was the astrologer to princess diana she was the official astrologer to the ussr the astrologer to King Hussein of Jordan. Okay, yeah, this is definitely bullshit. Astrologer to the Economic Council of Japan. Astrologer and advisor to the royal family of Saudi Arabia. And I did try to verify at least the Princess Diana one. Mm-hmm. And it definitely doesn't seem to be true. Uh, the only thing I could find that even remotely related to Jackie Stallone and Princess Diana was that Sylvester Stallone almost got into a fight with Richard Gere at a party thrown by Elton John over who got a chance to romance Princess Diana <laughs> because she was uh, separated from her husband at the time and she was like, quote unquote, on the market and everybody wants to like, you know, I'm gonna date or marry you. a princess or, a, you know, but nothing about Jackie at all. So, but yeah, that is uh, Rumpology in Physiognomy. I love it. It's... I'm about to go get my rumpology degree after this. I think I've found my calling in life. Yeah. I think... Have you ever gotten your palm read? No. I've never had anything like that done. Have you gotten a a tarot reading before? Nope. I've never had anything like that done. I got a tarot reading before, but it was, like, not a a good one. Yeah, I'm scared. Like, if I went to a psychic, I'm afraid they're going to be like, yo, (laughs) seven days. (laughs) I I hate my life. I kind of know how to do tarot, like... I don't know if you don't probably don't know anything about the cards. I don't know anything about anything when it comes to this shit. Like some of the cards are like considered to be in tarot are considered to be like more impact. Like if you pull them, it's like more it's like a more drastic change, like a more impactful uh, card than than the other ones. And the the more impactful ones are called the the major arcana. And there's like 22 or 20. I don't remember. There's like 20 something of them. And I know all those cards. Like Mm -hmm. I know all the impactful ones, but. I never got around to learning the minor ones, like the like the the cups and the wands and all those ones. Uh-huh. And I want to go back and eventually learn how to do it. We can teach each other. It's like a fun, I don't want to say party trick because there's people who believe in it. <laughs> but like it's a cool thing to like know how to do. Yeah. It's just, you have, I was always worried about like reading people that I'm friends with because like I don't want people to get mad at me. Yeah. Because like you're supposed to like delve into like what you think how that card applies to the person, but also at the same time keep it vague enough that they can that they can like you know pull their own ideas of what they think the card means yeah. to them. But it's kind of cool. I mean, I think whatever helps you i think reading an ass would probably be a better party trick 
in my opinion. So I think I do need to get some education on some rumpology. Yeah, I mean, I guess... So I can be like, pull out that cheek. I'm about to tell you what you're going to do. Jackie doesn't really, like, go into huge detail over, like, oh, if you have, like, a mole here, it means this or whatever. But that's probably because she makes it up as she goes. Mm -hmm. And she also (laughs) doesn't want to, like, give away her playbook or or something. Well, I'm going to get my hands on it. Yeah. And then I'm going to get my hands on some ass. Maybe after she dies. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess uh, we'll wrap it up here. This has been the What You Don't Know podcast. New episodes released every Monday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on like six or seven distributing websites. You can follow our Instagram page at WYDKpod for details on like upcoming episodes, behind the scenes stuff, and more. You can find our personal pages through that if you want to stalk us. Go ahead. Right? Yep. You don't really post on that Instagram that much anyway. I mean, I only post on my like personal Instagram if I have like some really, really good pictures of myself and I look like a so you're nice, vain. I'm not successful entrepreneur businesswoman. But other than that, I'm just ugly the rest of the time. So yeah, no, I don't be posting too much on it. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can just DM us through the Insta page or you can email ydkpod at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on the pod. Oh, yeah, we if definitely you, will. Who knows? Our first email we got uh, comes from sarahsucks1992 at yahoo.com. Wow. And the message reads, Wow. Sarah sucks. Wow. Wow. Do you have a rebuttal? No, I don't because it's facts. But like you didn't have to yeah. call me out. Do you have a, a rebuttal? You see what I did? <laughs> ah! I see. I see. That's all, folks. That's all for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace out. Girl Peace Scout. out, Girl Scout. <laughs>